It's time for Nothing But Sex. Hosted by Maxim Sex columnist Vanessa Delagi. Fierce, unapologetic, politically incorrect. The topics will wet more than just your appetite. Let's journey through taboo sexual terrain with a delicious earful of nothing but sex. Here's Vanessa. Tonight I want to speak about something that I've talked about with a lot of people and I've written about a lot in my journal, trying to work it out. Basically, since the Me Too era went crazy, I have been questioning a lot of my past experiences with men. Now, as many of you know, I was sexually assaulted in 1997 when I was 20. That is definitely something that I hope to talk about on another episode in more detail. But what I want to talk about tonight is going back to my first sexual, well, not my first sexual experience, but the day that I lost my virginity. So basically I was 16 a couple of weeks before my 17th birthday and obviously I'd been fingered and I'd been licked out and I'd given head and all of that stuff that you do and we were going to lose our virginity together at the prom or the end of year, yeah, social kind of thing. So that was the intention. And we talked about it and I was so scared because I was thinking, oh, my God, there's going to be blood and it's going to fucking hurt and all these things that you read when you're a young girl and you're just freaked out by it, whereas there's no pain for the guy. You know, we're the one that goes through the pain or as at least that's what I thought. Now, basically we'd been out. I don't I don't even know where we'd been. We possibly could have been at a party or uh, friends' houses drinking, but I know that we were drinking Strongbows, not the Strongbow sweet or dry. Back in the 90s, you used to be able to get Strongbows white. I don't know if you can get it now. And it's about 8.5% or 9% per bottle. And if you have a six pack of them, you're well on your way. So I don't know how many Strongbow Whites I had drinking. I had drunk. Gosh, that's bad English. Drinking. Drinking. D-R-I-N-K-E-N. It doesn't really work, does it? Yeah, so I don't know how many bottles I actually drunk. I don't even want to know, but we were really pissed. And what used to happen when we used to go back to my boyfriend's place, he lived with his parents, obviously, because we were still 16 and he was young, three months younger than me. Anyway, we went back to his house and we used to sleep in the bunk beds in the spare bedroom and Obviously, once the door was closed, we'd do all the naughty things and explore each other's bodies. And what used to happen is he would go so far and try and try and try, and I would have the mind to push him away and say, no, we're waiting for the prom. And that had happened so many times before, like he had tried, but I hadn't been pissed and I was able to push him away. Now, what's happened is he's been fingering me or maybe rubbing his, you know, cock against my pussy and I've 
lost consciousness, like, you know, passed out. And in that moment, because I wasn't pushing him away or whatever, and obviously you're very relaxed when you're passed out, could have only been a few seconds. He pushed it in. And so I woke up to him fucking me and it only lasted maybe six seconds. It was a very, it was the quickest sex I've ever had in my life. And I actually asked him the first thing I said to him, I said, oh, what's happening? And he said, oh, thanks a lot. And I said, oh, I said, I didn't say that you could go. And he goes, it just slipped in and there was no pain. There was no blood. I didn't feel the first or second penetration of his cock. I think I woke up, you know, maybe three strokes in before it was just about the finale. And at the time I didn't sort of think that it was rape because we had done that so many times before, like just playing and maybe he didn't know that I was passed out. And, you know, when you're sort of mucking around and, you know, you're pressing it in and then it just goes in, it's it's kind of... Um, I'm not uh, standing up for him here, but I'm just saying that it's kind of hard when it's dark and you're both pissed and, you know, <laughs> uh, whether he knows whether you're passed out or not, um, when you're in the moment of passion, when a few seconds earlier you were with it. So anyway, I've woken up and I've lost my virginity basically, uh, so early hours of the morning. Anyway, we went to sleep and I just thought, oh, okay, so I've lost my virginity now and I remember the next day we went out to the pool and he used to clean the pool for his parents. And I remember just, you know, dunking my feet in the end of the pool, like the shallow end of the pool. And there just being that silence, but us looking at each other and laughing because, you know, we'd lost our virginity. Finally, everyone wants to lose their virginity. It's a big thing, even though it was six seconds. But I have had moments since the Me Too and I sort of think, was that rape? And going by the definitions of, of what Me Too means and what is seen as sexual assault now where you can say no at any time, well, I didn't say no but I didn't say yes either. It just happened and I've sort of thought, gosh, that was kind of stolen from me. But it's very easy in, you know, my current place to look back, you know, over 20 years ago and think, is that rape? Now, I've spoken to men about this and they're just like, no, that would have happened to lots of girls in the 80s or 90s or whenever. And, you know, heaps of people would have lost their virginity drunk like that. So you can't call it rape. But I I think in this day and age, uh, millennials would probably most definitely maybe call it rape. And um, I was just wondering what you thought. And also, it's kind of interesting because when you're in the midst of passion with someone, it's all very well to say, oh, I need consent for this and I need consent for that. But consent is... You know, it's a fine line. I mean, do you have to say language? Do you have to speak it? Like, yes, I want this or yes, that's okay. Because also there's all the silence and the signs that aren't spoken during sexual intercourse. You know, how we moan, how we arch our back, the eye contact, 
the wetness, the erection, you know, whatever else. So it's very confusing. And I am so glad that I am not 17 again because, oh, it just, they're just must be so many questions with all these new rules and political correctness and and then there's social media so you're questioning everything uh it used to be looked upon as exploration and now you know you just click on social media and it's like oh well you're second guessing yourself oh well maybe he did rape me or maybe this or maybe that so it's hard for girls but it's also hard for guys because i mean i imagine that they're very scared And I'm not saying these assholes that really push themselves on women and and do rape and do sexually assault and and do take advantage of drunk girls. I'm just talking about when you are both fondling and fumbling your way through your adolescence and your early 20s and, you know, sometimes you get it wrong. I got it wrong often. So that's it basically. I hope you enjoyed episode 16 and I will see you in episode 17. Have a great week. Bye. If you liked what you heard here, hit subscribe in your podcast app to get every episode and share it with whoever you dare. You can see more about Vanessa at vanessadelagi.net. Thanks for listening to Nothing But Sex. Please come again.